we just say, hey, welcome to our little DMD game. The other night, uh, episode 22, if you haven't seen it yet, you should go watch it. It's a banger. Um, Nariel went missing. And the party moved forward without seemingly noticing that he was gone. All right, Nariel, you hear a voice in your head mm-hmm. calling you. Um, and it's saying, Release me. Release me. That's not ominous at all. And, um,. You seem it's 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 not really loud in 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 your mind. However, you do start going back through the water, and you know the 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 critter that was there. The, what's her name? The water. She's a Nereid. Yeah. What's her name? Lucian or something. I don't remember her name. Uh, we'll just go name. Did she? She did. Uh, she's room. She's in this room right here. So if we go to this room, yeah, the one where it's half water and half beach or something. Yeah, you. Um, she is uh, the child of Sotsalaya. You walk right by her, along the side of the. You walk back into the room, and you don't even notice. She kind of pokes her head up out of the water, and you don't even notice her. And the voice in your head is just calling you, and, and she starts to sing and whatnot, and like you're not even, not even affected. Even when this uh, splash of water goes by, and nothing, you just keep on walking, and you head straight out of the room. And um, it's like you're in a in a trance. The long and the short of it is, I took my Constitution saving throw. No, not yet. Not yet. The first one you did. First one I did. We did. We did a concentration roll already. That uh, was uh, the worst nat one I've ever. Um, you find yourself uh, walking right past the crab again. Um, in the middle of the, the the one of the last rooms you guys came through. Back yeah, up the one the that stairs. had the crayfish and the crab. Yeah, you yeah. walk right past the crayfish and the crab, and he kind of looks at you, and you. You think you hear something, but there's nothing. And he doesn't, because you're not bothering him, he doesn't bother you. Then you walk right up to the door um, that you went into the other hallway in, to the east, and you enter back through that hallway and you find yourself walking down another long hallway and about 50 feet in or 30 feet in, you stop. And roll another uh, charisma saving throw. Fourteen. Uh, no, you you're standing right by um, the secret door to the tomb of uh, the to the tomb of. Pretty much. <laughs> um, to back in the, the sepulcher, actually, of uh, Tolkien's Popolokas. Um, oh, yeah. You remember this. Oh, you remember all of a sudden. Yes, Tolkien's Popolokas. Come to me, my child. 
ahead and roll another constitution saving throw. Constitution? Or no, sorry, charisma. Uh, you are inexplicably drawn back into this room and you find yourself standing in front of um, you find yourself standing in front of his his um, sarcophagus once again his burial um, we left it open didn't we you did and you find yourself staring and standing in front of it. And his his voice, you know now this is where the voice is coming from. Um, this monument is, I will read it again. It's uh, this occupied in the center of this chamber is a colossal monument resembling a giant's table covered on all sides with intricate carvings and glyphs engraved on the floor in front uh, the entrance is a seal that displays uh, more glyphs. Opposite of the entrance is, you can see again, the battle axe embedded in the wall six feet above the floor. Um, you now know what it says on the on the seals ha after after um, um, Tick Rickety uh, translated all of these things for you. And you know it now says, Ah, defilers, now you shall join me in my internal resting. And um, that's not the voice in your head. That's not what the voice in your head is saying. He's, the voice in your head isn't saying, Now you'll join me in my internal rest. It's, Release me, my child, and I shall give you your freedom. Your freedom. Would you like to like roll another charisma saving throw? Yes. Eighteen. Eighteen? Eighteen. You really, really would not like to, but you are being compelled. Compelled to walk up to this to walk up to this. Um, stone block and up the steps. As you walk up the steps, Cat, would you go and lay down somewhere else? Oh, Ezio. Cat is going to join us. Almost certainly he's going to try to get up on the table. Anyway, we'll see what he does here. If he bumps anything or... You're... you're you are being compelled to walk up back up onto this stone platform where this guy's laying inside of his coffin. Um, and as you get up, as you walk up, you see the mask again, and then you see his desiccated body, and you see the amulet hung back around his neck. As you guys, you you know in your mind that you, you barely avoided waking this guy up the first time and there's a small voice in your head that now starts screaming to run away um would you like to listen to that voice yes then you go ahead and roll me a d20 that is a two 
but for some reason, this voice in your head is pining. It's almost like pining for you, begging you, my child, release me. And you know how to release this. You know that the mask and the amulet need to come off. Um, let's roll a d20 again. Anything over 10 is the mask. Anything under 10 is the... Amulet. Amulet first. Mask first. Mask first. What was that? 13? 12. 12. Um, as you re... As you go to release, pull the mask off. You find it extremely difficult this time. Um, go ahead and roll a charisma saving throw with advantage this time because the voice in your head is now screaming like mad. Twelve. Twelve. That's my next one. Alright. And you don't have any pluses to charisma, right? Uh, I have a plus three saving throw to charisma. Simply because I have a proficiency. And your proficient is a cr- your charisma is one of your saving throws. Yes. Well, but I don't have a standard. I don't have a base for charisma. Okay, but you still have it's 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 one of your proficiencies, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. As you go and reach for the mask and pull it off, um, all of a sudden, Nariel. You are in your right mind. And you're standing there. All of a sudden, you wake up. And realize what I'm doing. Yes. Is there anything you say to yourself? Out loud? In an empty chamber? Why? Why is this happening again? Release me, child. Release me. Never. You seem to have control over your your thoughts, but you you are being pulled at every time you're being pulled at. This is some serious charm smell of some kind. You don't know where it comes from. What would you like to do? Charm smell. It's it's either a charm or command or something that really shouldn't affect you, but... But it is. But it is. For some reason, it's affecting you. Would you like to leave this room and go back? to to the um, you know you're going to go back through the chamber with the um, 
the bad near it. And I'm just going to go to that room real quick. There we go. Um, yes, here we are. You hear this faint, melodious sound coming from the room ahead. She's obviously singing again. Um, and as you enter, you see that this tomb is still being lit by the soft light. Um, you notice the section of rocky beach, uh, the pool that's glowing, and um, you see sitting on the beach in front of this pool is that same young woman. Um, she uh, she looks at you as you walk in again and uh, she stops speaking. Um, what would you like to do? Would you like to try to get through? She doesn't seem to retreat from you at all. Would you just like to walk through alongside again, or...? Yeah, I'll make a point of like making sure my mace is, and my mace is stowed away and my shield is on my back. Mm-hmm. I'll put my hands up, kind of like I surrender position, and I want to try and navigate around. She just looks at you with a smile, and she seems to let you go. When you finish walking through all the water, you head back down the hall that you guys came through. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you came back through, that you guys had to navigate down. You turn the corner and notice that there's a set of stairs ahead of you. And um, would you like to continue on up those stairs? Yes. Uh, you continue on and up the stairs, and as you get down, you notice a set of double bronze doors that have been opened up. Uh, you notice some dust tracks. Uh, the dust has been disturbed here. You enter a uh, quite a long room that when you enter, you turn to your left and start heading west. Um, and you notice this room is full of paintings and frescoes on the walls. Um, it's a huge, great hallway. Uh, it's 20 feet wide. It has piles of rubble and debris scattered all along its length. The walls are covered in frescoes. The south south wall displays displays scenes of battle between natives and invaders. The north wall depicts people questing for new new land. Um, It it depicts their experiences during this journey. Uh, It includes includes crossing treacherous mountains, sailing over storm-tossed seas, um, receiving guidance from their gods in their battles to keep their homeland from uh, free from invasions. And in the center of the wall is a painting of a pyramid with a temple atop of it um, and a sun shining over the land. And you've come through the double bronze doors at the eastern end of this hall. What would you like to do? Can I see tracks as to where my friends might have gone? Yes, as a matter of fact, if you would like to roll a survival check. That is 20, not it. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can see that the tracks go um, kind of all over. They've been looking at different things. They seem to stop and congregate in the middle of the hall on the, what would be the uh, north side of the room. And they also continue on to the end of the room as well. Can I explore the end of the room? Most certainly. Going down to the end of the room, you find um, at the end of this great hall is a there's a set of bars that have been brought across uh, an archway and then on beyond it you seem to think you see like hallway that keeps on going why don't you roll me a perception check That is 18. Um, as you kind of kind of do one of these back and forth and you're looking and you're going, that's not a hallway at all. And you reach through the bars and you can feel the wall. And as you're looking in, you realize that this is basically an alcove with two niches on the side. Painted to look like a hallway painted to look like it continues on and on the floor you see a giant rock and what was probably a spot on the floor where something has been triggered okay so my companions probably didn't go this way can I see down the alcoves at all or is the angle bad no the angle's bad Um, you seem to think that this is just a small alcove with a couple of little niches on the side like actually looking in you can't see them go anywhere they're just looks like okay a wall. so I know my companions aren't trapped behind the bars yeah uh, can I go back to the middle of the room you go back to the middle of the room at oh, whereabouts uh, to where their steps were congregating uh, yes you look up and you see a sun painting on the wall on the north side of the wall and on the south side of the room. Um, num, 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 what did I say it was on the south side of the room? South wall displays scenes of battle. You see this ever ongoing battle on the other side, south side of the room. But on the north side, um, you see people look like looking like they're questing, like they're journeying, and like the sun is looks like oh, like they've discovered a new land. Um, roll me a perception check. 17. You notice, not only do you notice that your friend's footprints are here, but you notice they've climbed this wall. Because something's not right. They it looks like they've opened up something. Uh, is this a painting painted onto the wall, or is it like uh, a frame? It's painted onto the wall, but it looks like there's a sort of a place to stand there. Not very big, just like a little ledge. And it looks like they left something open. All right, can I climb up? You're looking looking with your dark vision. Yeah, can I climb up and take a look? Uh, When you do climb up and take a look, you notice that this door was probably secreted. Like, 
hidden really well. And as you push it open and you look into the next corridor beyond, um, you can see that this uh, high ceiling uh, corridor is decorated with sculptures mounted on the walls. Um, are you going in? Yeah. As you uh, walk into this uh, corridor, you notice two quarters that branch off from this main hall. As you start to walk into the room, there's a corridor to, it will be your right. Close to the east? Yes, to the east at about, hmm, I'd say about 20 feet in, 25 feet in. There's one that branches to the east. It's about five feet wide. Um, if you continue on, you can see another corridor branching off to the west. It's, it appears to be larger. Um, the sculptures on the wall are a statuary that adorns the walls consists of four excuse me, sculpted heads of animals. Each one is six feet above the floor and two, oh, two to three feet in diameter. Uh, they're two to three feet in diameter. And um, they are two to three. Opposite side of the passage that leads east is a stylized head of a coyote. So that's where you're standing right now. Is mm -hmm. And so on the west wall, you see a coyote. Um, near the and west is the head as you go down the hallway a little more or look down the hallway you see the head of a grinning bear and near the south end of the corridor you see a bison mounted on the east wall um, the bears mounted on the east wall as well across from the larger hallway and mounted at the end of the hallway is what appears to be the head of an eagle with its beak broken apart, smashed to smithereens. This sounds like my group's been through here. Uh, Roll me a perception check if you would, please. Um, where are you standing now? I'm still standing by the coyote head. Okay. Uh, that is 16. Um, you seem to think you hear something coming from down the hallway. Like towards the broken eagle? Yeah. Alright, uh, I'm gonna follow down towards the broken eagle. As you start heading down the broken eagle, um, you can now hear, for sure, you hear something like shuffling feet. And from far away, you hear this it's like the voice back in your head again, but it's not. You hear this, um, this wailing scream. This, like this really high-pitched wailing scream. And um, all of a sudden, from down past the eagle's head to the right, you hear the same scream. Now I need you to roll me another constitution saving throw. Constitution? Yep. That's one. Or that's eleven. Sorry. A ten plus your what's your? Oh no, wait, twelve. Twelve or thirteen? Twelve. Uh, or oh, charisma? Sorry, charisma. Oh, thirteen. My bad. Thirteen. Yeah. Um, you are not very comfortable, although um, you don't want to be here anymore in this hallway. 
you feel like you need to get the heck out of here. Okay. I, I back out. Can I go down where the, the bear was looking down? Mm-hmm. You're going to go around the, the, wider, the wider hallway? Yeah. Um, as you uh, start to back away from around corner, you see a creature that is desiccated. It looks not alive. Completely dead. And it seems to be moving towards you and towards where you're headed. Alright, can I pull up my mace and swing at it? Um, not only does it come around the corner by itself, it, it, or it doesn't come around the corner by itself. It comes around the corner with not just one, but two, three, and it's approaching you. And they're not moving quite fast yet, but they see you. And they're moving, and, and by the time they move around, you can't count how many are coming around the corner. Um, this corridor to your, uh, directly in front of the boar's head, or uh, uh, the bear's head, sorry, uh, is long, dark, but you most certainly could uh, head down it if you want. Can I use my channel of divinity to turn undead? Um, you can absolutely try. Okay. Um, what do I do? I have to do anything? Do you yeah, have to, it's a range of thirty feet, and you get to roll. Uh, or do yeah, the undead uh, have to roll? Your handbook. This one. Okay. Handbook. Oh, player's manual. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. That way, then I can know what my cleric thing does. Well, well, they need to make a wisdom saving throw. We do. Yes. Okay. What is the save? Uh, that is a very efficient save against my what? Against my spell save DC, but that's not a spell. It will be against your spell save DC. Oh. I would imagine. Uh, but check it out. This is good. This is good for learning. This is good for showing people what to look up. For newbies. All you old guys, you know this stuff. against my cleric spell safe DC. Which my cleric spell safe DC is 8 plus proficiency bonus and wisdom modifier. Wisdom modifier is 3, proficiency is 6. It's a 14. Yeah? Yeah. They keep coming. No, none, none of them? None of them. None of them? They keep coming. Oh, that was... That's bad. Um, because if, I was hoping at least some of them would fail, because if they fail, I, I, I can destroy them. You hear again the scream, the high-pitched scream coming, and you seem to think it's coming from the direction that you need to go to escape. So. Okay, I'm going to cast a Wand of Entanglement, or I'm going to use my Wand of Entanglement at the lead. Okay. And then I'm going to book it down the hallway. By all means, do I get a spell save? Against spell save DC. So yeah, so a strength save yeah. against 14. They um they seem to get entangled for a second, and you seem to think, oh great, it worked. And then the lead, the lead dead guy, he goes like this, and he starts ripping this stuff apart like immediately. No, because I just I I don't see this because I cast it, and as soon as it goes out, I just run. You you just ran? Yeah. 
Um, well, I'll tell you what. I'm not sticking. You can hear you can hear the entanglement getting uh, ripped apart, and then you hear footfalls behind you as you head down the hallway. Uh, as you head down this hallway, you run past an alcove um, on your. It'll be on your left-hand side. It's ten feet wide. Uh, not an alcove, but a hall, ten feet wide down this down this corridor, and it's probably seventy or. 60 or 70 feet down and um, you run right past it and uh, as you get to the end of the corridor it turns and goes right and you can see a uh, single bronze door uh, ahead of you and it's closed? no actually it's wide open and you roll a perception check real quick Uh, 15 no problem You, you, you heard you hear uh, you hear what you think uh, might be uh, screaming from inside the room, or yelling, or fighting of some kind. All right. Can I run into the room? Uh, as you do run into the room, you can see a uh, your friend Arya screaming and running away from something, and she turns, and at that moment she turns. Um, from deep inside the room ahead of you, you can hear fighting. She turns, and you watch her as she turns and runs straight into a statue. <laughs> Wham! And and she literally, like, she just, she's running straight, she turns and goes left, and wham, right into a statue. You can see the outlines, uh, perhaps, of some of your friends, maybe, you don't know, but there's people, there's other people moving around in here. And you can hear the footfalls of your friends behind you. And that is where we will say, thanks for coming out, folks. And join us Wednesday night as we finish this little tale of Nariel, the little cleric who got lost. Thanks, folks. Oh, we'll see you again. Worse. Say goodbye, Nariel. Bye. Bye. Thanks for coming. <laughs>